Welcome to Shop Talk by Elevated Stylists, a podcast for the thriving community of salon owners and stylists where we discuss topics in business, wellness, mindset, and more. Join us on this journey and become an Elevated Stylist. Hello, welcome to episode 10 of Shop Talk. This is a very special episode. Today we're talking with money coach Misty Jane. Um, she is making waves in the industry and being transparent and creating boundaries and budgets for hairstylists. Um, in today's episode, we talk about how we view money, what our money fears are, um, and she gives us some tips and tricks on how we can get started on giving ourselves the tools to have a successful relationship with money. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We are so looking forward to bringing this to Shop Talk. Okay, so Misty, um, we'll get right into it. I wanted to really um, touch base on how salon owners can get out of debt and how they can earn profit and all that sort of stuff because I know that that's what you really focus on. Um, So if you want to just start off by like, telling a little bit about yourself and what you like what you do because that's kind of what I know about you but I'd love to hear your version of what you do yep so my name is Misty Jane Um, I'm in Virginia Beach Virginia and I have been a stylist behind the chair for 18 years Um, back in 2016 I was in a commission salon I was a new mom and I was in a shit ton of debt I can cuss right Yep. Just checking. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a lot of debt and I, not even business debt, just personal debt. And I was overworked. I constantly felt broke, even though I was bringing in a good amount of money. Um, And it was that year that I decided it was time to change my financial situation. So I changed my money story. I changed the habits that I had around money. I changed the way I viewed money. Um, And I got myself, me and my husband got ourselves out of debt. Um, We created an emergency fund. We moved into a neighborhood we never thought we could move into. And we ended up, I ended up going out on my own as an independent stylist. So a couple years ago, I realized that nobody talks about the financial health at home in the salon industry. You know, everyone talks about upping the income and making so much money, but nobody talks about what do you do when you bring it home? And I know too many stylists who make six figures and they just feel broke. They bring it home and they just don't know what to do with it. So now I'm a money coach for hairstylists. So we talk a little bit about business, but honestly, I really focus on managing your money in your personal life um, because I feel like once you can manage your money in your personal life and you have healthy relationship with money at home, that it just bleeds into your business, um, whether you're a commission stylist or an independent stylist or a salon owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think we can all relate to that for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's because, like anything else too. Yeah, go ahead. When you're like, when you're doing something for yourself, it will always pour into your business. It's not the other way around because you have to change yourself in order to change the other things that you struggle with. So I love that approach um, that you take with money. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's all about growth and you have to do it, like you said, internally first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that like, as stylists, we make so much cash that 
we, it just kind of comes in and out of our hand and you don't even notice that that extra like tip money at the end of the month is like a big, big source of revenue that literally just floats in and out of our hands when we could really be doing something amazing with it. Absolutely. I mean, you hear far too often, I can't afford this or I can't afford that, you know, when it comes to education, when it comes to things that you need for your business or things that you want to do in your life or your business. Um, But you're going out to eat all the time or you're, you know, doing all these things. You're not paying attention to where your money is going. I don't like to use going out to eat, even though that's most people's spending triggers. Um, but cause it's not necessarily about not spending. It's about not wasting. We waste so much money on a daily basis and we do not even realize it. And then we always think we can't afford something, but sometimes just sitting down and looking at what's actually going on can just open your eyes to what it is that you want and how you can get there. A lot of times we're just too scared to look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. It's so true. Cause it's like, you're like, oh shit. I just spent like, you know, $600 last month going out on fancy dinners, or I bought like these shoes that I didn't need, or, you know, I over splurged on whatever vacations and things. It's like, I think too, though, in this society, I think uh, credit is like, kind of puts us backwards in a sense, because it's funny money. And you think that like, oh, I'll just like pay for this now and then pay for it later. And it's like, yeah, but you're paying for it later in so many ways. Well, and and I'm not against credit cards by any means, but I think you have to have a healthy relationship with money before you start using them. Because I was definitely raised where if you have good credit, you can buy anything. So I was constantly, constantly swiping the card, swiping the card, buying the cars I didn't need, doing all of the things. And then one day I woke up and I had $48,000 in debt that I didn't even know where it came from. And I didn't even know that I had that much because I never sat down and just added it up. I think that we always just think, well, we can afford the minimum payment so we can afford it. But the pandemic kind of put it all in perspective, right? Like what if one day you can't afford it? You know, I mean, seeing stylists after two weeks saying that they don't know how they're going to pay their bills. It just makes me sad. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a beautiful, beautiful industry and I just, I want to normalize the wealthy stylists. And I really believe that it starts at home. Awesome. What, what are some of like your key things to even beginning that process? Like, what does that look like? Sitting down. I always, when I start working with somebody, the first thing I ask them to do is sit down and pull out all your bank statements, everything, your credit card statements for a whole month, your um, debit card, your every, just literally everything and start actually looking because a lot of times we always just look at the balance, but nobody actually looks at where your money is actually going. So sitting down and highlighting the, the things that are not necessities and necessities are a roof over your head. They're how you get to work, they're your groceries, and everything else really is a non-necessity. So I know that when I sat down and did this for myself, when I started to change my money story, um, going out to eat, it was $600 a month. And I didn't even think about it because, you know, what do you do? Friday nights, you go to Mexican, 50 bucks. Saturday nights, you go to a nice dinner, easily $100 minimum. Sunday, brunch, Right there is $600 a month. That isn't even including whatever is happening during the week. And the problem with that was half the time we were just going just to go. Like it wasn't even a necessity. It wasn't something that the food was so amazing. And I would always say, well, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. But I'm spending $600 a month 
doing nothing. Like I didn't need to do that. Like I could easily just put $500 back into whatever, you know, my bank account or whatever, just by not doing some of those things. Um, so I think when we look at our money and we think about it, so for example, let's think about um, how many haircuts is it going to take to buy these pair of shoes, right? So like you look at it that way and you go, okay, do I want to do five haircuts to get these expensive shoes? Maybe you do, but maybe you don't. I think when you think of money as doing a job, that's when it kind of just changes the perspective a little bit. Yeah, I like that. It's like they say with the lattes, right? If you like stop buying that latte every day, you end up saving four bucks a day times that by five, that's $20 a week. Yeah, well, $27.40 right? a day is $10,000 a year. That's crazy. And when you think yeah. about it like that, cause that's not that much, right? Like it's so easy, especially for stylists to put, you know, $30 a day to the side. I mean, that's a really awesome vacation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, and like $30, like it's nothing really at the end of the day. That's like a tip from a couple of clients. Right. Mm -hmm. So awareness yeah. is the number one thing. Like you have to kind of see what's going on before you can decide to make changes. And I'm not big on restricting so much. Like, you know, you've got things like Dave Ramsey where he's like, never use a credit card, never do these things. I'm big on awareness. So I want my clients to know what's going on and make their decisions based off of that. You know, if you want to buy those expensive shoes, fine, but know what you're giving up to buy that and be okay with it. Because a lot of times we're just spending and we just have no idea where it's going. And then that's when you end up with the, where the hell did all my money go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um, now, do you, are, are you a big, um, person on like having multiple bank accounts so that you can transfer and yeah. Yes, absolutely. One of the um, things that I tell all my clients to do is have their savings account in a completely different bank that it's extremely hard to get to. Like you want to have an account that it's easy to deposit, but you have to get in the car, drive to the bank to actually get the money out because you're more than likely going to forget about that money. <laughs> Because a lot of times we have a savings account and we're like, oh crap, like again, I want to go out to eat. There's no money in this account. Let me, I'll just move over $50, you know? So that, yes, I'm very big about having buckets, essentially, mm -hmm. um, of various accounts. Keeping organized. Yeah. 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 And I think it goes back to that old like envelope jar type of a situation yep. um, because I know like when we had just one revenue account, it was just a gaping hole of money coming in and out and you don't see where the hell anything's going or, you know, when a bill comes in, you're like, oh, where did that money go? Like, how come I don't have it to pay it? So when we started separating all our accounts and giving it like we have like a staff savings and like salon savings tax savings like we have separated it all um, into nice little organized piles so that when we do have these things come out um this is how it is it's just there it, exactly. there's no stress it takes the stress out of paying bills and and looking at profit um it just takes the stress right away do you implement profit first 
Absolutely. Yes. That's, that yeah. is my favorite. That's my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that is the actual reason that I do my little ritual every Tuesday. So every Tuesday I go online and that's when I will transfer all the money that needs to be transferred. And the first thing that I do is I transfer our profit. And that kind of gives me the initiative to do it every Tuesday, but also feel excited about it every Tuesday so that I can see that we have a little bit of a nest egg. Like it is the one reason that Sonia and I were able to kind of not feel so stressed over the last year is because we kind of started doing this a couple of years ago. So we, we felt okay about it, you know, but yeah. if we didn't do that, who knows where we would have been. Right. And that's the beauty of it is, is again, just having systems and awareness, because I know for me, like sitting down and doing my bills, I actually enjoy now because I know that the money's there and I know, you know, where it's going to be and what it's going to be for. And it's like no longer a stressor, right? Like it, it's almost exciting. Like you're almost mm -hmm. like proud of yourself every time. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, I can pay my bills. And I don't have to wonder where the money's going to come from. Like a little pat on the back. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the things that you've heard from your clients or that you hear about money? Like, what are like some of the stories that you think we, we um, put our, put those stories onto ourselves that prevents us from having like a healthy money relationship? Where do you I think mean, this stuff comes from? I think it comes from how we were brought up hundred percent. I mean, I think, you know, quote unquote, I'm bad with money, um, quote unquote, um, I chose the wrong career, um, you know, well, I didn't grow up with money, so I can never have money. Um, and these are things that I used to think these were my limiting beliefs, you know, um, you know, for me, my house is a big part of my story because I used to drive around this neighborhood and think because I chose to be a hairstylist and because my husband didn't go to college and he's like also in a trade that we could not afford to be in this neighborhood. And I told myself that for years and my clients have various stories and they tell themselves the same thing. And, and it's not until they realize that like you can change your daily habits. It, ha it doesn't have anything to do with um, like how much you're bringing in necessarily. It's what are you doing with the money that you're bringing in? So instead of saying I'm bad with money, say, you know, I'm working towards a healthier relationship with money. Like if you constantly believe that you're bad with it, then you're going to be shit with money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you think that your career can't give you the things that you want, then the career is never going to give you the things that you want. So I think that um, how we got brought up, uh, I know a lot of my clients, their parents never talked about money with them. So I encourage, um, you know, I encourage money dates. I encourage money dates in involving your kids. If you have kids old enough, you know, I mean, and set down, hey, we're, we're planning our, our spending for next month. Like, let's sit down together and talk about it and having more of an open conversation around money in general. Um, I know me talking about this with my clients behind the chair has inspired my clients to change their money situation or at least rethink what they are doing with their money. Um, so I think just having the belief that it can't be changed and that your money story, you were born into your money story. Um, I think that that's the biggest mindset shift that, that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause we live, I think money is such a fear-based thing because if we don't have it, we're nobody, we can't buy anything, we can't do anything, we, we, you know? So I think that that fear does definitely come from how we were raised, how we heard money being talked about and all that sort of stuff. But I think the most empowering thing is rewriting your money story and being able to imagine 
what your life is and what you can make it because it really is what you make it. You just, you kind of have to put some, some effort towards it and some systems in play. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that for me that, um, it was the number one thing I'm proud of besides my son is getting out Mm -hmm. of debt and changing my Mm -hmm. money story hands down. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to y'all today if I wouldn't have done it. I would have never been an independent stylist. I would have never got into education. Like it, it was such a confidence boost because it changes every aspect of your life. You don't even realize that it's going to do that. Um, you know, money isn't, it's just an exchange of energy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's something you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. So you, you got to like it, you know, and if you're constantly saying you hate money, you hate money. It's like, well, money is going to hate you back. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I, in my affirmations in the morning, I always include a money affirmation and like, it's really helped a lot just to kind of understand where you stand with money. Right. It's like, what do I, how do I view money and what is, what is the energy that I'm putting towards money? Cause I like that you just said that money is energy and it's an exchange of energy because um, it's what we use. It's our currency, but energy is also our currency as well. And it's like, if you can get these two aligned together, then, and you can take action towards it. Cause I feel like there's like a thing with manifestation, right? Everyone's like, Oh, think about all the things that you want manifest, manifest, manifest. And it's like, okay, but how are you going to manifest this? Like you have to take action towards your manifestation. So I think one of the actions is like, you know, getting a money affirmation that is something that speaks to your heart and that is aligned with what you want to do, because some people think that money's evil or like rich people are evil or like you can't do great things with money. So getting aligned with your money affirmations that can bring up a positive sense and energy towards your money can be a great start also that will push you to changing your story. Cause that, that's something that I did. And I was like, Ooh, I always thought money was evil. I thought that yeah. like rich people were, you know, ignorant or arrogant. And it's like changing that story really helped me understand the value of money. and where it comes from and how it stands. So that's something that I think is is so important to do for your money story. Absolutely. Money can just enhance who you already are. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a giver, you're just going to give more. If you, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily change you. I mean, I guess it could, if you won the lottery or something, but you know, if you don't have a good relationship with money, you're probably going to lose that quickly anyway. <laughs> Isn't there a statistic around that, that people that usually do win the lottery, they go broke within like, I don't know, something like a year. There is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I tell people. Like, if you can't manage a little amount of money, you're not going to be able to manage a big amount of money. Like if you're blowing $600 a month, you know, on going out to eat with a lower income, you're going to blow thousands of dollars a month with a higher income, you know, it's, it's the awareness and figuring out, um, you know, your why and, and making your choices in that way are going to make a difference no matter what you're, you know, how, what, what I'm making now and what my husband is making now is nowhere near what we were making when we got out of debt. Like, like we were making so much less when we did that. Um, and I think that people always think, well, I need to up my income. I need to up my income. It's going to change everything. And it's like, well, you know, it's not going to change anything if you're not changing something within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap it up a little bit here and we always love ending our segments with a real tea. So it can be a truth, a tip, or, you know, something that you want to share with the community. Let's normalize the wealthy stylist. And we have to do that. We have to start with ourselves. Um, 
we have to create boundaries within our business. We have to learn how to manage our money. Um, you know, we have to change this narrative from the outside world of that hairstylists, you know, are just stupid play with hair all day. Like let, let's change that and let's change it by getting serious about our finances um, and getting serious about our business. Cause I know that we did get into this to be creative, um, but it's an amazing industry with um, amazing women and men um, that just can do beautiful things and be wealthy and that's okay. Yeah, I love that. Let's let's revolutionize the wealthy stylist. Yes, yeah, yeah, because we all rise together, right? Like when when we're all doing well, the industry rises, and and that's what we want. That's our mission, right? Absolutely. Amazing. Thank so you if so anybody, much. Yeah, if anybody's looking for any further advice or coaching um, to do with profit and or like handling your money situation, um, we're going to tag Misty down below and you guys can check her out or contact her through DM. Thank yeah, you so and much. And can you just give us your Instagram? It's at? Yep, it's at underscore Misty Jane underscore and that's Jane with a Y. <laughs> amazing amazing thank you so much for sharing your insights and your wisdoms um happy money blessings to everybody yes and uh stay tuned for more episodes of shop talk thank you ladies thank you thank you for tuning in for more ways to connect with us please join our online community on the mighty network platform a space to learn grow and connect